on today's show as another year draws to a close. Happy December, everybody. Let's make sure our retirement plan is ready for the new year upcoming. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. We are going to talk about some things uh, to look forward to in 2024 and more on the show today. It's Financial Safari with Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions. Marty's book is Retirement Smart America, and that is an Amazon bestseller. And Marty's ready to talk to you about your retirement. That's his area of specialty in the financial arena. Marty, um, Thanksgiving is over, but we're not done with the holiday season yet. <laughs> One down, two to go. Right? That's it. That's it. Christmas, Christmas and New Year is coming up so and well and hanukkah and hanukkah so, yeah hanukkah's coming up i think hanukkah's early this year i think it was january 7th january 8th i forgot exactly when but i know hanukkah's real early this year so if you're if you're out there and you celebrate hanukkah happy hanukkah to you that's right Actually, i was right december 7th at sundown pearl harbor day is hanukkah day december so 7th okay december the 7th so we've got a lot of things to look forward to. I, I mean, I love the holidays. And, of course, we've got a new year coming up. And what will change with the new year? Um, I think we was it uh, last week we looked at Secure Act, um, to what will come in the Secure Act 2.0 in 2024. Uh, right. Yeah, now we're going to look at some other things to consider. Uh, well, this, these are some things we should do as we approach a new year, first off. And that is contribute to that 401k plan. <laughs> yeah, make sure. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. You know, make sure that you max out those contributions if you can. Uh, if you're over 50, it's 22.5 and 7,500 for a total of $30,000. I recommend doing that. It's payroll deduction, don't forget. So you can't just add money to a 401k from the outside. You have, it has to be through the payroll deduction through payroll. And I recommend it because it comes off of your income pre-tax if you're doing the typical uh, traditional 401k. Uh, it comes off of your income pre-tax, so that helps reduce your tax liability mm -hmm. by by thirty thousand dollars. Your income by thirty thousand dollars, so it reduces your tax liability. So yeah, absolutely, uh, I'm a big big fan. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't save other money on the uh, separately, but definitely want to contribute the max to your four hundred one k at work. Uh, so actually, we are going to look at some things coming in 2024, like the Social Security COLA. But these are things you need to do before 2024. I had that part wrong. But um, what about this? If RMDs are due, should we look yeah. at that? Don't forget to do that. Don't forget to take your RMDs. Uh, that's really important to make sure that your RMDs are, are taken in a timely manner to avoid penalties and interest. So you would definitely want to take those RMDs, uh, you know, it's if you're 73, because that's the new age. So if you're 73, you definitely want to take your distributions by 1231. Make sure that you do that so there's no confusion as to what year you're taking them in uh, and avoid those penalties. So definitely take those uh, distributions that you're required to take. And it's it's a good time to take them. It's holiday time. You, you need a little extra money. Mm -hmm. That's now's a good time to take your distributions. What about if you want to donate um, to uh, your IRA distribution to charity? Do you, should you do that before the end of the year? Absolutely, because you can avoid paying the income tax on the distribution if you're donating it to a qualified charity. Uh, 
So that's, that's really important to know. And I have a lot of clients, they don't need the money, but they have to take, we all have to take those distributions, but you can take those distributions and you can donate it to the, to a, a to qualified charity and avoid the uh, uh, paying the income tax on that distribution. You can make a, a, a contribution up to a hundred thousand uh, dollars to satisfy any minimum required distributions and not have to pay the income tax on that distribution. So keep that in mind. Uh, if you have any other questions, you can call me and I can help you with that too. So that's that's something that's a, that's a great, because the, the, the charity doesn't have to pay income tax on it uh, and you don't have to pay tax on the, the distribution. So it's going to a qualified charity. It's it's all good and you know it makes you feel good that you've given money and they don't have to pay tax and you don't have to pay tax and everybody's happy. Well, the great thing about that retirement partnership with Marty is uh, the calendar, uh, and, and he works with you, keeping up with that calendar, and of course, reviews throughout the whole retirement partnership, because it's not a one and done. Uh, sometimes, you know, certainly tweaks are necessary and things to keep in mind throughout the year, uh, just to keep your retirement on track. What can yours look like? I mean, Marty opens his schedule every week uh, to make available a comprehensive review to talk about all of these things just initially and give you a look at what that can be. And at no obligation, 888-519-9096 to schedule that, 888-519-9096. So we are looking at things to, to consider before the end of the year. Now, here's one where you get a little more time. You don't have to do this by the end of the year, and that's your IRA contributions. Right, right. IRA contributions that you can make separately from a 401k. If you're not maxing out your contributions to your 401k, you can open up an IRA. And those contributions that you make, uh, go come off of your income tax return for 2023. So, so bear that in mind. Uh, it comes off of your uh, uh, on your tax return. It comes. Uh, it's it's deducted from your uh, amount that you've uh, amount of your income. So uh, that's that's a different way of approaching it. Again, if you're maxing out your 401k contributions, you cannot uh, open up an IRA and deduct that on your income tax. You only, the government will only allow you to max out contributions to one retirement uh, account per year. So mm -hmm. uh, I had, I recently had a client who had two full-time jobs and he wanted to make, uh, you know, $30,000 contributions to each 401k. Uh, and he was insistent that he was right and that he could do that. And I said, well, no, you can't. Uh, you can't do a $60,000 uh, 401k contributions, 30 to each job, the government's going to disqualify one of them. So uh, keep that in mind. If you're maxing out, you can't make contributions to an IRA and deduct it off your income tax. Eventually, the government's going to find out about that, and they're going to disqualify it. So there could be penalties if you uh, uh, if, if that happens. So don't don't do that. You're, you're better off just putting money in the savings account somewhere uh, or a brokerage account or a, an annuity or something. Uh, and this way you have, you know, tax deferred growth, but you can't write it off on your income tax return as a contribution to an IRA. In looking at gains and losses, I mean, wh what other tax mitigating strategies should we consider before the end of the year? Uh, there's, <laughs> you know, don't forget about your uh, property taxes. Uh, you know, don't forget about CDs. If you have CDs, I have a lot of clients that have CDs. You're going to get that 1099. Uh, that's why I recommend using uh, annuity money, uh, using annuities for that non-IRA money, because 
you're not going to get a 1099 to pay income tax on those gains every year because it's in a tax deferred account. So using annuities have have you know there's multiple purposes for for using annuities, especially with non IRA money. I have quite a few clients right now that I'm taking, and when their CDs mature, we're taking those CDs and we're putting them into a fixed index annuity product that's going to have great growth. Uh, phenomenal growth is in fact compounded growth and not have to pay income tax on those gains. So, mm-hmm. so that's, that, that's, you know, a way to avoid paying income tax on a lot of that money. Uh, so, you know, if you have a bonus that you've made, you can contribute that to your 401k uh, it, that that's going to help uh, mitigate some tax issues coming at the end of the year. So um, year end distributions, you know, so you've got to, you've got to, you know, make sure that you're putting yourself in a position that uh, you're going to minimize your tax liability and maximize your growth. Speaking of keeping a calendar, this is one thing that's probably, you know how they say um, change your smoke alarm batteries whenever we change the clocks, you know, kind of just as a reminder. What about the end of the year being a reminder to, to start, I mean, just to look at your beneficiary designations, just to make sure that's up to date. Always, you know, if, if you got divorced recently, uh, remarried, uh, whatever the case might be, uh, you want to always make sure that those beneficiary designations are correct because if something happens to you and you've got the wrong beneficiary, if, if, like, for example, if you got divorced and your ex-wife or ex-husband is the named beneficiary on a life insurance policy and you pass away, uh, sorry, folks, but unfortunately that ex of yours is going to get those proceeds of that life insurance or annuity. So it's always good to make sure and double check that the, that's proper and done properly uh, because uh, I've had people say, well, I'm going to, you know, we're going to sue. Well, no, no, it, it doesn't. You're going to lose because uh-huh. uh, these these cases have already been tested and you always definitely want to make sure the beneficiaries are who you want to get the money um, and not somebody that's, uh, you know, not in your life anymore. Exactly. No, oh, you definitely don't want that to happen. Uh, it's part of that process. As I mentioned, you know, if you schedule with Marty, that initial, no pressure, informational it is, definitely, uh, just very conversational, but it's a learning process for both of you. And you end up with that report, that information that it, it looks like what your retirement plan can be. If you decide to go forward with Marty, it's a great head start. But to schedule this comprehensive review, and we'll open the phones right now to, to let you call in and, and and have Marty call you back at the end of the show to just to pick a good time. This is at no cost and absolutely no obligation. You know, it's, it's interesting, Dave, because I recently met with some people that that I, I presented the report to, and they didn't realize that they were in better shape than they thought they were. That's and nice. That's that's usually the case is they don't realize that they're in better shape because they know the they know how much money they have in their four hundred ones and their IRAs and other savings, you know, but they don't know uh, you know what they're going to need in retirement, mm-hmm. and the report spells that out. Plus, the report is is goes to at least age one hundred. So it's, it's, it's a long-term report, and it's going to spell things out for you in black and white, and you get to keep the report. So if you're interested in putting together a plan, and folks, if you don't have a plan, I'm not trying to be condescending and tell you what to do, but you should have a plan. You need a plan. Mm-hmm. But So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. Call that number. You'll hear my voice on the recording when you do call. Just leave me a short message, and after the show today, I will call you back, and we'll set up a time to get together 
and meet so we can get to know each other a little bit and put together these plans for you at no cost or obligation. One is the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, and the other is the Social maximum, social social Security. Hello, it's kind of tongue-tied here. Social Security Maximization Report. So give me a call today, and we'll set up a time to get together and and uh, get to know each other a little bit and put these plans together for you, again, at no cost, no obligation. And to schedule this, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Come in and, and of course, bring all the questions that you have. Marty is uh, happy. Uh, eager to answer those for you and eager to meet with you. 888-519-9096. Financial Safari with Marty Neville. Quick break. More to come. Marty, what's up next? Well, you know, Dave, sticking with the uh, out with the old, in with the nude theme. Uh, when we come back after the break, we're going to highlight five changes to Social Security coming up in 2024 that could have an impact on you. So stay tuned. Safari with Marty Neville. Dave Perkins here, our get-together every week talking retirement, and there's always something new and fresh to talk about with retirement, whether it be changes uh, in the retirement universe. That was last week we were looking at Secure Act 2.0, what's coming in 2024, or uh, changes in the economy, or what comes with a new year. This is kind of what I was thinking at the beginning of last segment, looking at some things to come in 2024. I'm glad, though, actually we covered some things to consider before the end of 2023, but we're going to look at Social Security now. Over 71 million people rely on the benefits from Social Security, making any tweaks to its program pretty big news, and we've got some to tell you about. Now, the COLA this year is not as high as last year's 8.7% jump, and that was the largest in over 40 years. Still, those a little extra cash is great for those on fixed income, so we're going to cover that. Let's start with that, Marty. What, what is the COLA, the cost of living adjustment for 2024? Well, the bump you're going to see uh, next year is 3.2%. So that means the average retired worker on Social Security will see about an extra $59 or $60 okay. in their monthly Social Security benefit check, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. You know, hey, every little bit helps. Well, get you uh, a dozen hope- eggs, maybe. Yeah, well, you know, hey, $59, <laughs> it's better in your pocket than uh, somebody else's yeah, pocket. Yeah, true. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, that's great. Um, uh, it, you know, if, if you're taking your Social Security and you, you get those increases, yeah, last year it was pretty high, but inflation was a lot higher last year. So uh, the C, the CPI increased, but it, so it hasn't gone as dramatic this year. Well, I'm glad they're getting those the colors. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I encourage, I love, you know, hey, more the more money, the better. Uh, you know, unfortunately, don't forget, folks, Social Security still is taxable. Yeah. You know, 85% of those benefits are taxable as ordinary income. So, yeah, definitely want to keep that in mind. But when the, C- when the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, goes up, uh, you know, so, so does your benefit on Social Security. They have an increase. So this year it's 3.2%. So something to look forward to. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay. Um now, this is the one. Oh, yeah. I think this is right. This is where once you make this amount in a given year, then the rest of the year, you're no longer subject to the Social Security tax, the maximum taxable earnings. Uh, so they go up some. Right. Well, the, the maximum taxable earnings for 23 is $160,200. So once you hit that level and you, you go above it, 
uh, you're done for the <laughs> year. Social security. Yeah. For the year. For the year. Uh, so in 2024, it's going up uh, just about eight thousand dollars to one hundred and sixty-eight thousand six hundred dollars. Mm, okay. Which is which is typical. They usually every year they raise the mm-hmm. uh, the amount that uh, as far as the wages are concerned for. Uh, for taxable maximum earnings. So $168,600, meaning you'll be able to, uh, you know, more of your income is going to be subject to the tax. Uh, but once you hit that level, you're done for the year. So, uh, you know, that's that's good and it's bad. You know, it's, 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 it's mostly good because, uh, you know, you're making, you're a high earner. Uh, so, that, you know, I enjoy that. I would rather have you... That's a good problem to have, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, you know you're gonna you're maxing out your Social Security. So if you're making that kind of income, you know you're going to expect when the time comes that you do take your benefits, uh, you're going to be maxed out as far as you know thirty eight hundred, four thousand a month is going to be your benefits. So right. That's, that's phenomenal. So I hey, that's if you think about it, you know if you're getting four thousand a month Social Security, you know that's almost fifty thousand dollars a year you know, just for waking up in the morning. <laughs> so, I wonder how many people are so, surprised when they first hit that in a given year and realize, wait a minute, my check's bigger for some reason. What's going on right. here? Because well, they're not yeah, taking the social security tax. Out. They're not taking the social security tax out of your check anymore. So, so yeah, you're going to have a higher benefit. Uh, uh, the benefit is going to be less tax because you've, you've maxed out uh, on the, on your an, annual earnings. So, your, your benefit is going to be on an annual basis until you start taking your Social Security or retire, you're, a, you're going to have a higher paycheck. What's coming in with Social Security in 2024 and Social uh, Security maximization is part of that process with Marty Neville, 888-519-9096 to schedule with Marty, 888-519-9096. Maximum Social Security benefits also set to increase. So can you? Yeah, we just we just talked about that. So, yeah, the, the maximum Social Security benefit is climbing from 3627 to 3822. Mm hmm. Uh, but that's that's don't, don't forget that's at your full retirement age. If you don't take your Social Security, like I'm 67, I'm not taking my Social Security. My Social Security benefit is actually growing by eight percent a year because I'm not taking it. You're waiting to 70. So, yeah, I'll probably wait till 70 because I'm going to continue working until at least 70 or probably a lot longer. You know, I have no intention or plans to retire. As a matter of fact, as you know, Dave, I just opened up that other office in Houston. So, uh, you know, I'm expanding my company. I'm not I'm not scaling back at all. So uh, and and I'm looking at other uh, opportunities as well. So, uh, you know, but that's just me. So if you're not taking your Social Security when you hit your full retirement age, your Social Security benefit is actually going to grow by 8 percent a year uh, when you don't take it. Once you take it. You get the cost of living adjustment, which we talked about. It's, you know, this year it's going to be 3.2. But if you don't take your Social Security at, at that point, if you're still working, I recommend you don't take it. But so if you're still working uh, until age 70, let's say, your benefit's going to grow 8% a year. Not hard to take. So if you're still taking it, and um, I'm going to have to lock this amount in my in my brain because you know, I did a good job remembering 21,240. But the the earnings limit, if you claim early, uh, that's actually that's going up. Yes, yes. So the, yeah, the earnings limit is is actually going up. Uh, so so that's also the amount. Uh, that you're, you know, if you're going to be work and take your Social Security or take it early, that's if you take your Social Security prior to your full retirement age, 
and you're t- and you're taking that Social Security benefit and you get a job, that's uh, the, if you make more than twenty two thousand three hundred and twenty dollars. That's what it's going to in twenty. That's what it's going up okay. to right now. It's twenty one two forty. So if you make twenty two three twenty or more, you're going to start losing Social Security benefits, folks. That's why I recommend not taking your Social Security if you plan on keeping to work. Uh, not taking your Social Security until you hit your full retirement. You know, it's still murky to me how that works. I mean, you know, they take a dollar for every two. I also know that you do get back what they take, possibly incrementally, when you hit full retirement age. But um, I guess that's not that murky. Then that's basically it. They take it, but you do get it back later. Yeah, yes. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're planning on continuing to work, uh, it's probably more prudent for you to not take your Social Security. Well, because it's lower anyway if you claim early, right? right? I mean, because twenty two three twenty. Let's face it. You know, I mean, that's that's less than two thousand dollars a month. Uh, most jobs that that any client of mine would have, you know, they're professionals. You know, they're 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 they've been high earners. Uh, you know, to make two thousand dollars a month or less, even as a part time job. Uh, you know, that's that's pretty low. I mean, that's below the poverty line. Yeah. Uh, but actually, you know, you're working because you want to, not because you have to at that point. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd hate to see Maybe. you lose your Social Security <laughs> benefit. Right. That's true, yeah. too. But I'd hate to see you lose your Social Security benefit because you, you're you're uh, we're over the limit. Right. You know, and I was talking to a client who has a coworker who will only work so many hours a week because they don't want to exceed that limit because they're already taking their social security and they're right there. It's prior to their full retirement age. So you're basically kind of shooting yourself in the foot uh, at that point. So, you know, if you're going to permanently retire and you're in your pre your full retirement age, that's one thing, you know, but if you think you're going to work even part time, uh, it's something to take into consideration because I don't want you losing that dollar for no. every two. Well, even though uh, you get it back, it's, you still, you know, it's and it's lower throughout. There's only one mulligan for this. Yes. Uh, we've got, um, if you do change your mind in that year. So we've got only a minute here, and I don't want to leave this out. The Debbie Downer on the Social Security COLA is Medicare Part B premiums increase. We've got a minute here, Marty. Uh, what are they going up to? Yeah, well, you know, the the base uh, is rising. The Medicare premium is going from 164.90 a month to 174.70. So it's going to cost you a little bit more. And people always complain, yeah, I got a 3.2% increase in my social security benefit, but, uh, I haven't done the math. So I'm really not sure how much it is as far as an increase, but it's about a $10 a month increase in the Medicare part B premium minimum. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, and, and Medicare Part B premium, don't forget, is also income based. So they're going to look at your last two years income tax returns because you may pay more than I pay more than I pay a lot more than I'm on Medicare. I pay a lot more than $164.90. Uh, I'm paying almost 500 a month. But it's but again, it's income based and I'm still working even though I'm on Medicare. So uh, something to con- something to take into consideration uh, and budget for an extra 10 bucks a month. Uh, and your Medicare Part B premium. Well, Social Security maximization, and uh, it's part, again, that process with Marty. Even he'll look at it when you initially meet with him and go over all of these changes in 2024 with Social Security with you and how they will and could affect you and in your decisions. So schedule now an opportunity right now at no cost, no obligation. 
you know, there's always changes in legislation. There's always changes in law. Uh, there's always changes in rules and regulations that are going to affect uh, all my clients, everybody who's either at retirement or close to retirement or and in retirement. So it's it's really important to keep up with what's happening out there. And that's my job is to make sure I'm keeping up with what's happening uh, in Washington and on the local level. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. You'll hear my voice on the recording when you do call that number. Just leave me a short message. And after the show's over today, I will be calling everybody who called in and we'll set up a time to meet and talk about your specific situation and your concerns and and, uh, your goals and objectives and put together a plan that addresses all that stuff. So give me a call. My number again is 888-519-9096. I have offices throughout the entire area, uh, but it depends on how our schedules blend out. We might just uh, have an initial consultation on the phone. So 888-519-9096 is the way we start the process. The Social Security Maximization Report, along with that Lifetime Income Report, and and just overall information, great information, as it pertains to you after meeting with Marty, at the no obligation is that you still got that information if you don't go forward with Marty, and it's no cost. So to schedule, again, it's 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Well, Marty, what's up? What are we into next? Well, after the break, uh, retirement's finally here, right? <laughs> and now it's a nonstop vacation, or is it? When we come back, we're going to talk about some pitfalls of retirement and how to avoid them. So stay tuned. Financial Safari with Marty Neville, Dave Perkins. I've so enjoyed the years that we've worked together, and I've learned a lot. Uh, and just just in the last segment, I was thinking we were talking about something. I said, "Well, it's still kind of murky to me." And then I started uh, rattling it off to you, and I said, "Well, maybe it's not that murky to me." So, Marty, you're a good teacher on this show. <laughs> um, actually, this is really cool what we're getting into because retirement's not all about money. Uh, it's about your retirement, how are you going to live it? And Marty, you've worked with so many people through the years. You've put together a list here of things that you've heard from people after they've retired. You're sharing them on the show today to give those nearing retirement just something to consider. You may encounter these these conditions when you retire, even though it is the longest vacation of your life. This one is one I know you've heard a lot. I'm bored. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, I do. You know, as, as, you know, some people are so busy when they with different things that they get involved in when they retire, and other people they they don't have hobbies or they uh, you know they they're done traveling and they don't want to do any more of that. So yeah, they get you get bored. You know, I recommend a hobby. Uh, you know, if you gardening, uh, you know, take up a hobby. You know, golfing. There's so many different things that you can get involved in. You know, I mean. It's, Sit on the porch and whittle. <laughs> well, that's Jed Clampett. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there's you know yeah yeah I can understand that. I have a lot of clients. They take a they take a little part time job just to keep you know active. They to keep them busy. You know it's, they don't need the money. It's not even about the money. It's about you know staying active, staying involved, uh, having something to do, having a reason to wake up in the morning. We mm-hmm. all need a reason to wake up in the morning. And, uh, you know, surviving. So, you know, taking on that, uh, taking on a part-time job, doing something, 
you know, or volunteering. You know, I have a lot of clients, they volunteer. They volunteer at the hospital. They volunteer at senior centers. They volunteer at a lot of places. They volunteer in, in pet sanctuaries as well. So there's a lot of things you could do. And yes, I understand you get bored because it's a huge transition. You've been for the past 30, 40 years, you've been getting up every morning, going to work, busy, busy, busy. And now all of a sudden you got nothing to do. Uh, you know, that's a huge change. That's a huge transition. And that's one of the things I help a lot of people with is to get used to that transition. So it's not, uh, not real cumbersome. And at the same time, they, they end up having a reason to wake up in the morning and having, having a good fun retirement. Things to consider before you retire. And we're not talking money here, but you know, retirement is a lifestyle. So this is really important to talk about. Uh, you know, for many, the, they'll still be doing a lot of things, routine things, but so they, enough to keep them busy. But you've probably seen this where they say, I'm just not satisfied. I'm busy, but I'm not satisfied. Right. Well, you know, it depends on what you're doing. You know, if you're doing all those projects around the house that you've been putting off for all these years because you were too busy working and too busy, you know, too tired when you got home or whatever the case might be, you know, those projects are going to come and go real fast. Uh, you know, you might, again, I have a lot of clients, they, they're into cars, so they have a car, they're going to restore their, uh, you know, a, a vintage vehicle that they have. Or, uh, you know, they have coin collections, they have gun collections, they go hunting, they, they go target shooting. So, you know, uh, yeah, being busy, you know, having grandkids. And I mean, I just had my first grandson. I, and, you know, so, so, you know, unfortunately, they live, you know, 1500 miles away. So it's not like I could spend a lot of time with right. my daughter and son-in-law and my grandson. Uh, so, But you did just but, recently. Yeah, I did just recently. You know, I just spent, you know, five days uh, in Spokane, Washington with my uh, with my daughter and her her new family, her son, uh, my grandson. And so but yeah, it's uh, but I'm still working. So that's that makes that's different. I'm not bored. I'm always busy uh, and I'm always satisfied. So finding something you like to do, finding something that's that's that again, volunteering is very gratifying sometimes. Uh, if you're into animals and pets, you know, volunteering at a at a pet sanctuary uh, or or other type of place like that, you know, volunteering is can be very gratifying uh, and, and very satisfying. So there's a lot of different things that we talk about. Again, uh, cooking, gardening, uh, whittling. Don't forget whittling. Don't forget. Can't forget <laughs> whittling. Uh, you know. <laughs> but but being careful, you know, I'm an antique collector, so I like to go to antique shops and shows and auctions and this and that. So, you know, but then I'm spending money. Uh, and and if you're retired, you know, you're, you got to be careful how you spend. Remember what we've said in the past, if every day is a vacation and a weekend, uh, that's when you spend the most amount of money. So you really have to you have to be careful and stick within that that's that spending plan. But uh, yeah, making sure that you're you're ha you're happy. That's what it's all about. Is you you've worked hard to get to this point. You know, you should be doing things that make you happy and that you're that are fulfilling. Right. No, exactly. And Marty knows this is I mentioned earlier opening this segment. You have already worked with so many still do uh, work with so many people. And through the years, you've heard all of these things. So you're really sharing these on the show today. Uh, what to expect possibly or what to consider before you retire in what is a lifestyle. Uh, Marty Neville knows that and he'll talk to you about it. 888-519-9096 is how you can schedule that initial conversation. 
consultation or second opinion with Marty, 888-519-9096. This next one I really can't understand because uh, although when I ask a lot of people in a social setting, what do you do? A lot of times after they tell me, I still don't know exactly what they do. But the important (laughs) thing is they have something to tell me that they do. I mean, our work does define us for so long. So what do you say when you're retired when someone says, well, what do you do? Besides just saying, well, I'm retired. Right. I'm a retired teacher. I'm a retired lawyer. I'm a retired firefighter. I'm a retired banker. You know, whatever, you know, you're retired. You know, that, you should be proud of that. You yeah. work hard to get to this point. You should be proud. You know, and you, hey, I'm I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't do anything anymore. You know, leave me alone. I'm retired. You, know, you see right. those T-shirts, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm a I'm a grumpy old retired man and <laughs> get know, off my lawn. Don't come close. <laughs> you know, that but, would be a good feeling. But ha- a lot of people I think need to find that feeling inside of them to replace that what had defined them for years. Well, you got to be comfortable. You know, you it's it's you should have a comfort level. Uh, and not feel embarrassed or, or ashamed to to say that you're retired. I mean, let's face it, folks. You're all my age. And so so if you're retired, I mean, I'm 67. So everybody I'm working with and dealing with is is pretty close to being my age. So uh, you shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed or, or, or sorry to say that you're retired. Hey, we're all getting to be the all us baby boomers. We're all going to be retired at the same time, and, and it's it's coming up soon. So uh, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just no, like, not at all. You know, no, it definitely I, isn't. Know, I was in high tech, you know, for my whole. I was a I was a you know. Uh, I worked for NASA and, and, and you know, I was you a rocket scientist. Oh, I'm, <laughs> so, oh, you're giving, okay. <laughs> you know, that's another example. Uh, I worked for, you know, yeah. I, I'm a, I was a rocket scientist, you know, no, I, yeah. I landed the Apollo, uh, you know, 11 moon landing was my idea or something. Right. No, I I mean, and you do have things to share, but you know, though, and you've shared this, a lot of people, once they retire and it's great when it's by choice, decide to go start a new venture. Yeah, no, I have a lot of clients. Uh, I have a lot of friends who have taken their, you know, their their uh, hobby and made it into a business, and it, and it does better than what they were doing when they were working. And it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I have a good friend who uh, who's a restorer. Uh, he restores, you know, the pianos that I collect, and so it, he he turned that into a business, and it's it's an extremely successful business because. It, that's that's a, 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 a I don't even know how to do that. I don't I, I have hired people to restore my pianos because uh, I don't know how to do that. And so I, I have a lot of, you know, I'm, I admire that mm-hmm. dramatically. If you could take a take your hobby and, or take something that interests you and turn it into a little business, you know, it's again, it's not about the money. It's about, you know, keeping yourself busy and being satisfied, being, you know, enjoying what you're doing on a daily basis. Uh, because you're doing it at your pace, you're doing it at your level. You know, if you don't, you're doing it because you want to, not because you need to. Right. Uh, And, and so you should be enjoying that. 
Absolutely. Well, you should. And um, the whole thing is uh, two words here that Marty's goal is to help you achieve in retirement, and that's financial freedom. And once you achieve that, well, then you can decide if you're if you get bored. Well, then I'll, I'll pick up some kind of job uh, mm-hmm. or start a business or go into consulting. I mean, it, it, the whole thing is it's all about independence in your retirement. Marty will talk to you about it. Now, I mentioned retirement's not all about money, but it ain't easy if you don't have it. So so that's what Marty will talk to you about when you schedule with him, the comprehensive review, building in that income, uh, building in income streams, protective components, and more in that consultation that you can schedule. What's what makes it comprehensive and what's great about it, you can call in and get on his schedule now for this at no cost and no obligation. Yes, you can. And my number to call is 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. So yes, make make retirement about you. It's all about you. When we meet, it's all about you. It's not about your kids. It's not about your you know your your friends. It's not about other family members. It's all about you. I'm putting these plans together for you, and they're comprehensive, and they they specifically address your goals, your uh, objectives your future, and uh, you know they address your concerns as well. So call me now. My number is 888-519-9096. Like I said earlier, if you don't have a plan, you should have a plan. You need a plan. It's important to have one. It's important to plan in advance. you got a, you got a potential 30 to 35, 40-year uh, lifespan ahead of you that you're going to be in retirement. You, you can't just do it willy-nilly. Let's put together a plan for you. 888-519-9096 is the number to call so we can start that planning process. And by the way, I use the word ain't for effect. Um, it's not a word, I know, but I used ain't for effect because life ain't easy without money. <laughs> Retirement ain't easy without a plan. You got to get that plan together so you can achieve that independence and that financial freedom. So that's what Marty will talk to you about. Not only talk to you about it, provide you with a report on it. And no obligation. He said it many times here. If you don't go forward with him, he doesn't snatch it away from you. That's yours. That's the information which gives you a glimpse at what your retirement strategies could look like and what the best uh, that he feels would be in your best interest could look like. So schedule a comprehensive review. Again, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Well, we ain't done, Marty. <laughs> What's Golly, Gomer. Golly, we ain't done here. What's coming up after the break? Well, as always, we always answer questions that clients, uh, people send in, listeners send in. So today is no exception. After the break, we're going to answer as many questions as possible. So stay tuned. Neville. Marty's firm is Smart Money Solutions. His book is Retirement Smart America, which, by the way, you get a copy of that when you uh, schedule that consultation with Marty. And that's, of course, like the consultation at no cost. It's a great take-home companion guide. Uh, Marty's website, smartmoneysolutionsmn.com. You know, we do the uh, questions from listeners. If you ever, well, one, well, you probably wonder, well, how do I get that to him? 
Well, you can at smartmoneysolutionsmn.com. Click the contact there. You can also schedule with Marty going there. You can enter your name and uh, put in the uh, an email if you want Marty to reach out to you and schedule and a message. So if you have a question you want Marty to answer on the show, there's a, there's a that's how you do it. Contact at smartmoneysolutionsmn.com. And we and Marty will answer it on the show like this one from Dexter. I'm a dual citizen, British and U.S. I've lived and worked in the U.S. for nearly four years. I'm 61 at the moment, and I have 14 credits for Social Security. Now, I will contribute in the next four years to make a total of 30 credits. Can I add Social Security credits after I'm 65 to make 40 credits by continuing to work those extra years? Yes, absolutely. Uh, As long as you're working and you're on a W-2 income, you're paying Social Security, Absolutely. You can get four credits a year, one a quarter. As long as you're working, as long as you keep working uh, and you have that W-2 income, uh, every every amount that you're paying into the system is going towards your Social Security quarter. So, yes, after 65, it doesn't. I'm 67 and still working, so I'm still contributing to my Social Security mm-hmm. benefit. So keep on going. Yeah, absolutely. Get your 40 quarters so you end up having a nice benefit when you do retire. Absolutely. Good question. That really was. Uh, so they're interested in in getting as much as they can out of Social Security. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. When, yeah. When so, and that's and that's important. And that's smart. And so he, he realizes that there's a benefit there and it's a lifetime benefit. So he's going to he's going to continue to work to get to make sure he can maximize that benefit when he does do retire. So up to 70. Right. Up to yeah. age 70. Up to 70. Right. Because you have to take your benefits at 70. He's got nine years. Mm-hmm. Build on yes. that. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, Dexter. Um, yeah. Here's Georgie. I'm retired. I have a portfolio with 40% stocks, 60% bonds using U.S. and international index funds. Now, due to market volatility, I'm considering investing in an indexed annuity with 25 to 30% of my investment funds. Is an indexed annuity a good idea to uh, include in a retirement portfolio? Absolutely, Georgie. Um, there's no doubt about it. At your age, being retired, especially, you know how much. The question I would ask you is, how much are you willing to lose, and how much have you already lost, and do you want to recoup that money and not have to wait ten years for the market to come back? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's and that's you know, unfortunately, uh, the scope of things. So, yes, an ind- a fixed indexed annuity product. Uh, is is a great uh, add addition to your portfolio, and I would definitely recommend it. I have some great ones uh, that offer guaranteed growth. Right now, one of my more popular products has a seven percent guaranteed growth uh, for you, uh, as in addition to a bonus that they offer. So, and it's a cash bonus that they offer. It's not it's not only for income purposes. It's an additionally for income purposes. But uh, it's it's a cash bonus. So having an indexed annuity, a fixed index annuity in your portfolio to protect your money, have guaranteed growth. Because you have to remember, there's no guarantees in the stock market, as we all know. But there are guarantees with with fixed index annuities, and you're protected. So you don't have to worry that if the market goes down, you're losing any money. In a fixed annuity, you're not going to lose. You're going to still have guaranteed growth. So absolutely, Georgie, I recommend it. Give me a call so we can find one that's suitable for you. And that would be uh, fit best fit your needs. And uh, yeah, you can call in and schedule with Marty. 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096. Interesting question here from Paul. 
It's right to the point. Are you ever too old to get life insurance? No, not really. Uh, there's no predetermined age for you to have uh, to, to get or not get life insurance. It's all a matter of need and what you're trying to accomplish. So, for example, I put together life insurance programs for a lot of my clients, 55 and up, that provide uh, that you fund that life insurance uh, for a number of years. And then that life insurance actually provides you with tax-free lifetime income stream. So uh, who doesn't want tax-free income? Nobody. Everybody wants that, right? (laughs) Anybody's going to say they want tax-free income, of course. So a life insurance program that I put together for clients, now not everybody's going to qualify. Let me just, you know, say that up front, not everybody's going to be qualified for it, but uh, having that life insurance plan in place to provide you with tax-free lifetime income uh, works great. Now, life insurance, you know, has a lot of different purposes. I'm not looking, when I put these plans together for people, I'm not looking for death benefit. Most of my clients, they don't care about death benefit. I'm looking at living benefits. That's the difference. Uh, Life insurance, if you're buying term insurance, that's strictly for death benefit. But if you're buying, a, if you're getting into a program that's going to provide you with tax-free lifetime income, that's providing you with a living benefit. And if you're married, for you and your spouse. So yes, it's it's never too late necessarily. You do have to qualify for any life insurance. Health is going to have a, a factor, uh, fun, you know, because they're going to do a, a, a under a medical underwriting and a financial underwriting to make sure that you qualify for it. You know, because oh, so if you if you have a hundred thousand dollars in total assets. You know, why would they give you a, a five million dollar life insurance policy? It's just, mm-hmm. not gonna, you know, you, you don't you don't qualify for that. So right. you, they're going to do a medical and a financial underwriting. And these programs are phenomenal. So but it depends on what you need the life insurance for and what you're trying to accomplish. I use them for living benefits. So they provide you with that lifetime tax free income. Stream. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. Who doesn't like that? Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Hey, Paul, really, really good question. You want to come in and talk to Marty about that again, 888-519-9096. We've got a long one here from Andrew. I just turned 59. I earn 80000 a year. My wife is 52. She makes 50000 a year. Our only debt is 70000 on our house at 2.5%. Would like to retire at 62. Now, my 401k will most likely have 300000 in it by then. Uh, thinking about drawing down the entire 401k in the eight years until I reach 70, along with some uh, part-time work, probably making 20000 a year. At 70, take maximum Social Security, approximately 4400 a month, and wife take hers at 63 at about 1600 a month, Combined, that makes 6000 a month, which should be fine for us in that age. Does this seem like a bad idea? You know what this sounds like, Marty? It sounds like um, maybe that's some, they're reaching out to you for a second opinion from you know, some, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they've yeah, talked to yeah. someone else. Is that how that <clears throat> comes across to you? It sounds like it. The thing I don't understand is why would they want to draw down their entire 401k <clears throat> in that eight-year period? Before they're even required to take a nickel out of it, right? Uh, I I would venture to say uh, leave that four hundred one k alone, put it into like a, like the the previous question uh, uh, earlier I should say from Georgie, put it into a fixed index annuity, let it grow geometrically, mm-hmm. and then when you turn seventy three or seventy five, well at that point it'll be seventy five because the age for the required minimum distribution is actually going up over the next ten years. 
So take the distributions when you need them, uh, not spend it down. I don't, I just don't understand why that, why you would want to do yeah, that. You're, you're both young. You've worked hard to save that money. Uh, use it to your advantage. Let it grow for that period of time until you're required to take those distributions, then take your RMDs and you'll have that much more income. Yeah, you might have a bigger tax but the tax liability, but I'd rather see you have pay more in taxes and have a bigger income than the than the alternative so would is be he to have less. Trying to drain that just to help him get to 70 then to claim cuz he said he wanted to wait till 70 for himself on social. Yeah, well, it, it's it's hard to see what the what the objective is here. Uh, you know, you've got a, a only seventy thousand dollars in debt on a on a mortgage on your house at two and a half percent. You know, Andrew, don't pay that off. No, I mean <laughs> that would be that's a great. Huge, that would, would be a have? huge mistake to pay <laughs> that off. You can make a lot more money on that seventy thousand in an investment, especially in an indexed annuity product. Uh, you can make a lot more than two point five percent. Then uh, you should, you know, then if you took the seventy thousand out and paid it off, so don't pay off the mortgage. But we should sit down and have a discussion. I think there's some confusion here as to what direction you should go. Uh, you know, it sounds like you want to rely solely on your Social Security, which I think is a bad idea, uh, especially seeing as you have other resources. So uh, use those other resources to your advantage uh, and, and, and maximize those other resources so you don't have to rely on Social Security. Because usually Social Security is not going to be, okay, 6000 a month in Social Security, that's 72000 a year. That's pre-tax money. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really, I would definitely say if you take that 401k, 300000 in your 401k uh, at 62, uh, so yeah, by the time you're 75, so yeah, that 300000 can be worth six or 700000 by then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you also have to take into consideration, Andrew, if you're going to retire at 62 and your wife is uh, is seven years younger than you, what are you going to do about health insurance? Uh, take that into consideration. At 62, yeah, you can take your Social Security early if you wanted to, but if you're going to live on your if you're going to live on your 401k, that's probably what he means by spending it down. Maybe he's going to live on that until he turns 70. And that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. I, you yeah. To, weird. You have to factor social security. That's going to be a thousand dollars a month each until you reach 65. So you've got three years. If you're going to retire at 62, you've got three years to worry about you. And then your wife is seven years younger. So, uh, yeah, I, the, I don't think you've thought this through completely. Yeah. Andrew, with all due respect, I'm not trying to be condescending or, or, or you know, well, either throw, throw, a, throw any rain on your parade. But uh, we need to sit down. We need to put together a plan. Uh, you well, don't have a plan and you're, you're kind of all over the place here. Well, that's what made me wonder if um, maybe he had talked to someone and these were the suggestions or maybe he came out with this on his own, which that's fine. You've put thought into it, but this just really proves and we're, we're way out of time here. But this proves how uh, a second opinion opportunity, what Marty opens his schedule for is also a great second opinion opportunity. In addition, to, of course, being a good initial consultation to get some ideas about strategies that could be in your best interest for your retirement. So as we close out, I'll just mention how to schedule again. No cost, no obligation to the final 10 calling in 888 519 
888-519-9096. Again, 888-519-9096. And we hope you're with us next week, same time right here for another Financial Safari with Marty Neville. Coach P. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.